You're listening to Marketing News Canada, Canada's number one show featuring the brightest minds in marketing, PR, and digital advertising. Thanks, everyone, for coming to another episode of Marketing News Canada. Uh, This is a very exciting dream come true for me as I was a teenager when I bought my first pair of Fluvog shoes. You might remember your first purchase of your Fluvog shoes, or you might be saving up and dreaming for the day you can have a pair of Fluvog shoes. So Stephen is here to join us. Uh, Very exciting. Born to nomadic parents, Stephen was frequently the new kid in town, thus forcing him into marketing at an early age. After further travel, schooling at UVic and McGill, and a few great employers, Stephen has spent the last 16 years on client side, charged with telling the world about John Fluvog's unique souls for unique souls. Fluvog is a 50-year-old independent Canadian footwear brand that now has 26 company-owned stores in Canada, Australia, the US, and Europe, and the world's greatest fan base of Fluvoggers. With his incredible team, he works primarily on branding, communications, e-commerce, retail strategy, and all the best omnis. Stephen lives in Vancouver with his lovely wife and their two children and enjoys soccer, coaching, and writing in the third person. Stephen, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. So one of the first things I need to ask, when we were interacting uh, at first over email, your email said Stephen Fluvog. Uh, yeah. But that is not your last name. So tell me about no. that whole thing that you guys do at Fluvog with the last name. Uh, well, so as you just mentioned, I've been here for an eternity. Um, and so it, it's not something that re- I don't think it, it, it exists anymore. But I would say back um, maybe 14 years ago, um, working it was at, at Fluvog, it was a much smaller company. And we advertised with this great magazine called Tokion Magazine out in New York. Mm-hmm. And the sales rep there, his name was Spiro, and his email said Spiro Tokion. And I thought, mm. that's, that's a cool last name. I guess you started yeah. the magazine. He said, no, it's just a small magazine. We all use the name of the magazine as our last name. So we looked at our little office, and there was four of us in there, and we all changed our last name to Fluvog on the email. And um, I'm the only one that's still here. Um, of course, Adrian's last name is Fluvog on his email, and... Uh, it won't surprise you that John's also is Fluvog on his email, but um, yeah, to a lot of people, it's Stephen Fluvog, and I just have never changed it. It's only inconvenient occasionally, and it probably opens some doors occasionally, but other than that, it's such a familial office and operation in, in every, from every uh, position to the other that it, it, it only makes sense. I think. And I Stephen, I, I, I love that. I thought it fascinating and I thought it was incredible. Like it's so, so brilliant and, and so many of the little details that Fluvog does. So I'll, I'll give you a quick buyer journey for me. I saw one of my first concerts that my older brother took me to downtown at this club and it was Hocus Pick Maneuver and they were all wearing Fluvog shoes. And mm. I thought those are the coolest shoes in the world. And then I heard about the soles of the shoes are covered in angels yeah. and, uh, and it repels things like dirt and sin. And, and I just thought it was one of the most like snarky, you know, like fun, quirky uh, things. And so I saved up and, and I was really into swing dancing in, in later high school years. And I bought a pair because that of was course. what the cool swing dancers wore. And, yeah. and I purchased them in the, uh, I was on uh, Granville Street and I yeah. picked them up and, and I loved them and, and I, yeah. I cherished them. So tell me about maybe the thinking, uh, like brand wise behind like the quirky ads about like, you know, repel sin and putting angels on the soul. What, what is the thinking behind that? Yeah. So, I mean, I've been here 16 years, but the company is 51 years old. So, um, that, um, I think, I think that 
that has been part of the culture and the brand the whole time. And and I will say it's it's been a very easy position from it was a very easy position for me to slide into because I just think that the the tongue in cheek nature of it matched me as an individual anyway. And um and so that that was an easy transition to the point that I, I remember learning about a year in that a, a couple of people who were working in stores in other cities didn't know that there had been a change. And at that point, I mean, my desk did all of the copywriting and everything at that point. And, and it, it was very seamless, um, which we really took for granted at the time, I think. Um, but, and, and also we were much smaller and probably had more time to, to chisel away at the, um, at the wordplay sometimes, but, but we still, we still do our best to do that. But um, yeah, it's just, it's just, you know, not taking yourself too seriously, being able to be self-deprecating. Um, it, it's, it's, I mean, it, it lends itself to that kind of approachability that is, uh, is beneficial um, it, it just like in some ways um, and lends itself to the brand itself and, and makes us approachable whereas a lot of our product is, is actually very difficult to approach um, because you didn't know when you're walking down the street that you might consider buying, um, you know, men's brogues with a higher heel and pink polka dots. That wasn't crossing your mind when you walked past the store. But, you know, the friendliness and the uh, quirkiness of the, of the discussion inside the store and the, the vibe inside the store and maybe the messages on the windows drew you in. Yeah, I, I love the messages on the windows whenever I drive downtown. I'm sure everyone has this in their maybe small town or you know city they live in where there's the people who are in charge of the boards and they get really fun with it. You know, I'll drive downtown into Gastown every time and I always look to the window to see what's new. You know, I remember oh, yeah. one time going through and saying, no, you're weird. Right? Or, yeah. or just the ways that you've advertised yeah. sales or just drawing people in. It was always kind of like this, um, almost like experiential art or a place for creativity to, to just kind of be present. I, you know, I got to say, I, when you started that, I was hoping that's the one you would come with because that, that is an example that I use um, on occasion because that, uh, that's three words. And I feel like it took, it was in my head for about a year and I could not get it out. And it was really about punctuation. It was about how to, how to point the finger in a way that was, was kind of funny and, and uh, childish um, without being too accusational. It, it was really tricky. And, and it, really, it really came down to the italics and the word your and, um, and the fact that it was associated with our brand. But we haven't had a tagline in the time that I've been here that has resonated with so many people. And I'll tell you a quick story that the daycare across the street from where we lived at the time, we used to have buttons, of course, and we still have them in the store, little pins. And one of the teachers there told me that, that one of the moms drops off her daughter, and every time she drops her off for school, her five-year-old or her four-year-old, they both wear a No, You're Weird pin, and they touch pins and say, No, You're Weird, and then they, they part ways. I just got face goosebumps. I'm not sure if you could pick yeah. that up on the audio. Yeah. But um, uh, it's, it was one of those ones that really resonated. And, and, and um, it, the, the great thing was is there are so many sto- stories from stores that they've said that people have just come running into the running. They've fallen into the store because they were standing outside of a store looking and one one guy would say to the other these shoes are flipping weird you know and then they'd walk away and see that sign on the thing and they'd howl because it's like we called them on it 
you know, it was, it was, it was a lovely, lovely little window, but we, there's tons of them. I mean, it's like, it's, you know, there's, there's lots of opportunity out there for, for marketers and copywriters to do these kinds of tongues and tongue in cheek things that are, um, that are fun and that turn heads, et cetera. I mean, that's really the goal as well. I feel like you um, kind of stoke the fire for creatives and artists and the weirdos in this great world to, uh, you know, a lot of companies, when they get big, they kind of become homogenized and be, play the safe card. You guys have continued to, um, you know, draw outside the lines. Um, it's, it's, it, it, that, it, it's funny that you say that because I do think that there's still, we still, depending on who you are and how much you trust your instincts, we still need a reminder to be, to really present those things and one of one of the things with with that one with know you're weird was that it wasn't big enough on the window because we just weren't sure how it would read you know and then it it went on there and it was just everybody loved it and it was like ah you know we should have gone bigger and it, you know like a year later we had a window that was uh, embraced peculiarity and um and we didn't hesitate with that we really really went to town on that one. But I, but anyway, coloring outside the lines, all those things are great. It's just knowing when to, to really go to town on them. Maybe I wish I knew, but yeah. yeah. Speaking of worldwide fame, yeah. uh, we had our own doctor, Bonnie Henry, uh, get all sorts of fame, you know, New York times all over the world about kind of her position during COVID and, and the way that she's been this position of peace and calm during it all and, and amazing leadership. But tell us the history of her shoes and her connection relationship to Fluval. Cause I know every brand wanted to work with her. Every brand was like, Hey, I want to make Dr. Bonnie Henry seeds and shirts and mm -hmm. pants or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, but you um, did something really cool with Dr. Bonnie Henry. Yeah, so it, it, it was obviously very organic. I mean, to be honest, we, we've worked with a lot of fantastic people, and I don't really remember a time when we did heavy outreach to try and make that connection. George Clinton, we're doing a second round of shoes with him as well, and that just came because they were fans. Him and his wife were fans, and they, they started chatting, and now everybody's friendly. Alice Cooper's, Alice Cooper's another one, um, Jack White. Um, anyway, but uh, I'll stop name-dropping. Bonnie Henry, uh, you started it. Um, yeah. so she, um, you know, she kind of got thrust into the limelight, into the media last January, February, and people took notice of one of her because she's awesome and she's so yes. approachable and her delivery is just perfect for this kind of thing, you know, for all of those reasons. And then there's a whole host of other reasons why she's amazing. And we're very lucky to have her in our, um, in our province, but, um, she also has great taste in footwear. So she's been a yes. flu vlogger for a few years. And, um, and so obviously flu loggers were paying attention to this. She would wear a different pair of flu vlogs every time. And uh, it, it really caught on. And, you know, we kept, um, so, uh, early on in that stage, maybe February, um, I just sent her a quick email just to say, um, you know, that we, we wanted to say thank you for all the work that she was doing. And we were, we were, um, thrilled that, uh, that she was our, um, uh, you know, our, um, health officer here, that, that was mm. great. And, and if there was anything we could do to help, that'd be great. Never heard back from her, which is fine. But, you know, as things ramped up and her, um, her appearances increased, um, you know, by end of March, I sent another email just saying like, also, you know, we've had an idea of how we could maybe help raise money for, um, for, um, during COVID for the food banks. And, um, and she did write back and we had a phone call, which I was, very nervous about, I must tell you, out of all the people that I've spoken to, I've never been more nervous, I think, to talk to anybody. And, and it, you nodding 
signifies that you probably can feel it too. Like it's, it's, this is a very important person who you don't want to be, um, you don't want to come off the wrong way while you're talking to her. She's very important, very busy. It's a matter of life and death everywhere. And she's wonderful and approachable and lovely. And so it's like, uh, anyway, so, um, anyway, we chatted. She's of course, all those things. And, um, and we did a pre-sale of 400 pairs and, and donated all the, all the proceeds to, uh, to the food bank. Um, and, and since then, we have, have done other colorways in, in, um, in that same shoe. And 15% of all those sales goes to the WHO COVID relief fund. But um, in our very brief, uh, sorry, brief, it wasn't brief. What I should say is um, uh, our very informal arrangement is that the, as long as we keep producing the shoe, we will occasionally, I mean, let's say we produce it for five, 10 years, who knows, we will change where the benefits go according to what she would like. Um, side note, I actually, and this is not planted, but I did find this photo. So every year we have Fluvog Day on May 15th in all the stores. This is a picture at 515 in the, um, in the Town store. And it was about six months after that Bonnie Henry shoe came out that I looked, uh, this was sitting on my desk and there you go. Uh, Bonnie Henry's in the picture. And I, um, and I emailed her being like, hey, by the way, um, where were you last Fluvog day or two Fluvog days ago? And sure enough, she's like, oh, yeah, I was in Gastown. It's like, oh, my goodness. Like, before anybody knew who you were at all, you were a Fluvogger here, which was just awesome. Wow. Anyway, it was it was great, and we raised a lot of money, and, and everybody was excited. We did destroy the global Internet, uh, which was difficult for us. Um, so sorry, Internet. Um, that, that was a stressful day because of, you know, 100,000 people want 400 available shoes. That's going to happen. And um, anyway, it, it's been a great partnership. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
It's amazing. So, Stephen, those that are um, creatives and and kind of marketing directors and, and listening to you speak, uh, what's it like for you? What's it feel like to wake up every morning knowing that you work for a brand that gives you that freedom? What are maybe the the positives to it, and maybe what are some of the negatives that people don't even know about? Uh, um, yeah, I think you said it. The, there's there's a lot of freedom here to express yourself, which is great. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, to, to some people in, in some positions, ideas are the easy part, I think. Um, we, like, I think, you know, that first little gem of an idea is fun sometimes, and they don't always come out to, uh, to become um, or to be properly executed, partly because those ideas don't have the burden of, of needing uh, execution details or needing a budget, right? They're just just uh you know flies in the ether um so that that's a really fun part is that we can we can think up ideas and just go for it and that kind of comes right from john he's that kind of thinker as well and that kind of guy but the but also you know is the um uh it, it can be tricky to try and make those things happen so if if somebody wants to uh you know if we want to start getting into um let's say sump pumps just a random random yeah. idea you know, um, we don't have a sump pump expert. We'd have to call around. And uh, and then there's the branding side of sump pumps. I don't even know where that exists. And is Fluvon the right brand to associate ourselves with, with those? It's a terrible example. But, um, um, you know, I think that the hard part can be sometimes maybe the, the excitement over, over ideas and then um, the difficulty in executing them maybe. I'm trying to think. I I don't know. I, I I love I love this brand and uh, and you know marketing is a dirty word for for a lot of people and I've I've worked on projects and in in places where I felt like a little bit not great about pushing something that I wasn't that keen on pushing, um, but uh, but I've never felt that way here because it's really not about the bottom line. I mean, there's a reason that we launch things like the flu market that allows people to post and resell uh, previously loved pairs of Fluvogs because it, it was the right thing to do because a lot of people had too many pairs of Fluvogs and there's too many pairs of Fluvogs in the world and too many shoes in the world and too many everything in the world. So giving things second life was just a natural uh, thing um, that came out of this brand and maybe not all of, out of all brands. But you know to put that on our website side by side with the products that we're selling new at the time, I mean, that was that was probably 10 years ago. At the time, it would have been a crazy idea, but here it didn't, it wasn't crazy at all. It seemed appropriate. And it seems almost akin to um, Patagonia putting out an ad on Black Friday saying, you know, don't buy anything yeah. today. And, you know, buy one pair, one jacket from Patagonia, it'll last you for a yeah. lifetime. And, and it's almost uh, like the same thing you said with your flu store is, yeah. is our shoes last forever. And yeah. they're beautiful and they're amazing and people collect them like they collect Pokemon cards, right? But, yeah. you know, more and more, like pieces of art, right? Call it like, you, you know, know, they're Da Vinci's. It's funny, it's funny talking about, about things uh, or statements that you didn't push hard enough or you didn't buy into strong enough. Our Black Friday window used to say buy better, buy less, and that was it. And, um, and we stood by that and that was before anybody was, well, anybody that we knew was anti-Black Friday. And then yeah. one year, I mean, this, this goes down to the... Uh, I won't. Anyway, one year we decided, let's see what happens. And as you can imagine, we saw what happened, which was we sold a, you know, a boatload of shoes. It was very exciting. Our customers were thrilled. We um, 
we hit numbers that we were excited to hit. And do you think we ever took it away? Of course not. It's like you, it's, it's talk about boldness. Imagine doing something like Black Friday for five years and then taking it away. Like you would really need a leadership team to say, we are okay with much lower numbers this month because we're, mm. we're into this uh, system or, or buying into this idea of, um, of canceling Black Friday. But the problem is, is that once you make those kinds of sales, yeah. everything else moves towards that. So you now have stock to anticipate those kinds of numbers. You hire staff to anticipate that kind of busyness. So it's really hard to back off it, but it is one of those, you hit a bit of a nerve there because we were, we were on board with buy better, buy less. And, um, and then we, ah, oh, we gave in, you know, it was one of the, one of the times that we could have, we could have, uh, stayed the course, I guess, but you know, whatever, you don't want them all. But you got the flu market, which I don't know of any other brand that does that, which is amazing. Yeah. Okay. Read only this. So okay. I'm in the market for a new pair of running shoes. I started running recently, downloaded nice. the Peloton app. It, it has an outdoor wow. running. It's free for two months. So I've, mm-hmm. but I don't think I have the right shoes, but for me, I feel really intimidated to buy shoes online because of like mm-hmm. size and feel and my mm-hmm. feet are wide. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go into the running mm-hmm. room or New Balance or wherever. Um, for you, are people buying Fluvogs online versus store? And do you have a kind of a approximate breakdown? And how has that changed during COVID? Yeah, for sure. So I think, um, oh, man, you know, it's, it's pre-COVID seems so long ago. I, I can't yeah. quite remember yeah. But I want to say 20, I should find out. No, no, no. Well, yeah. I won't, just, just I won't rough numbers. Yeah. yeah, I want to say 20% was probably online before. And it's much, yeah. much higher now, of course. That's partly Would due to the Would you say like 40% there's... online? Like on my um, Yeah, maybe even more. Yeah. Okay. But th- that's partly due to, um, you know, a, a, a quick, a very quick and very notable increase in online activity and a very yes. notable decrease in in-store. So yeah. those, uh, I would say, yeah, we're, we're near f- closer to 50% um, web now. And, and our web is all fulfilled from the store. So um, yeah. those stores still have people in them, still, still fulfilling those web orders in the way that only Fluvog fulfills web orders. But, and they um, can return them in store, right? If, they, if it's not a right yeah. fit, they can come physically. Yeah. And, yeah. But I will say that we started doing e-commerce almost 20 years ago, and nobody yeah. was doing shoes online at that point. We're not perfect at it. We, um, we probably take a little bit longer because we, um, we try, the, the store staff will try to work with the, the uh, flu order, especially if, especially if they're new on the phone or on email to make sure that they get the right size. Also, like talk about, we had another window that was, that said, uh, it was a big plaque that said making mistakes since 1970. And then we put it in the windows backwards. Yeah. And, I remember that um, one. That was a great one. Yeah, that was a hilarious yeah. piece. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but that, that actually came from genuine comments around here because we, we do all sorts of things that are, are not for economies of scale. And one yes. of those things is that we, we produced, we produce far more, um, last, uh, let's see, far more families of shoes than we really should for a company our size. So if you think of camper, if camper is 30 times our size, they probably have nine or 10 different last shapes that they make all of their shoes on. We probably have at any given time on the floor, there might be, there might be 40 to 50 different last shapes. They all fit differently. The last is what you wrap the leather around. So you know, if you want a pair of Adidas and you're a size 10 in Stan Smith, there's a yeah. pretty, pretty good chance you're a size 10 in Gazelles as well. Yes. Like yeah. they, they are very dedicated to making that perfect. Yeah. 
for us, we got all shapes and sizes down there. So it's important that, that we try to we try to make e-commerce work for the customer because some because shoes fit differently, of course. Um, but can I send uh, a photo yeah. of my feet to you, like not to you personally, but to the the person, and would they find me a shoe depending on like if I put a, a ruler next to my foot, like yeah, is that something yeah. you provide? It is not. No, we're anti-technology okay. at Fluvog. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you send us your actual foot, we will find you the perfect shoe. Yes. Okay. But yeah. um, I'm just kidding. But um, no, we don't. We don't do that. We've talked a lot about. There's this company out of Switzerland that's got this uh, um, this magical um, um, technology that can do that kind of stuff. I know Indochino's yeah. been looking at that stuff for ages. Yeah. Even Amazon now is on. Yeah. Um, those uh, t-shirt, you know, per, the perfect t-shirt basically yeah. um, by standing in front of your camera. We do not have that technology. Um, I think part of the reason is because if you, if you, like you said, for your running shoe, if you're looking for a shoe, you've got a hundred pairs down there to choose from and they go by, they, they go from very conservative to um, are you out of your mind? And, yeah. and so, and we don't offer every, um, we don't offer uh, every style in every colorway that's on that on that kind of um, scale. So if you're looking for a very conservative shoe, we've got three that we can talk to you about, and we can find you the fit for that. Um, yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. It's an no, totally. Can you can you still get angel soles today? Of course. Are you kidding? Amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And amazing. they actually protect you from Satan, not so much from sin. You oh, can still sorry, make the odd sorry. mistake, Satan. but, um, yes, but okay. it protects you from Satan. And that's actually been scientifically proven as well. So that's great. That's yeah. incredible. So Stephen, yeah. um, I'm going to jump into our rapid fire. You feeling ready? Okay. Sure. Amazing. Amazing. Okay, here we go. What was your first job? Um, incidentally, I lived in Winnipeg, but I think the tea house in Stanley Park Good Lord, Amazing. that was a shocker. There's going to be a okay. slow rapid fire for you. Um, yeah, I'm going to take my time. <laughs> Beautiful. Are you a <laughs> night owl or an early bird? At the moment, I'm uh, more of an early bird, but it varies in six yeah. months to one year oh. increments. Yeah. Nice. A cat or a dog person? Dog. What was the first thing you marketed? <sighs> uh, I, had, uh, I had a T-shirt company in Winnipeg when I was... Uh, 16 maybe called uh, Latin abnormality. Uh, now um, Latin, the Latin side of it, which it didn't occur to me, was all about the language. Um, so it was just different Latin words on on t-shirts and sweatshirts. Yep, that's awesome. Dark or milk chocolate? Dark. Red or white wine? Neither, sadly. Okay. Dessert of choice? Not much of a dessert guy. Okay. Um, yeah. Number right. one thing on your bucket list right now? Uh, I, um, I don't know. I, I, um, Buenos Aires keeps coming up. I'd love to take the family yep. to Buenos Aires. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, what is the favorite word for you right now? Oh, uh, precedented. Precedent. And that's do you have joke. any words that you, you wish would die? Or, that's, um, or is that the word that needs to yeah. Okay, that's the word that needs to die. So it is not your favorite word. That is a word that needs to die. Uh, yeah, maybe. Amazing. Amazing. What is the last charity you supported uh, financially or with time uh, and why? Uh, well, I, um, uh, I love coaching soccer. I coach both yeah. my boys' soccer teams and it just yeah. gets better and better every year. 
Um, but Covenant House and the reason was mm-hmm. just because they're great, but also because my buddy Ryan Reynolds would triple match every donation. Yeah. And um, and then, oh, the BC Cancer Foundation, just because uh, that's not gone anywhere. Yeah. I would not be surprised if both Ryan and Blake are Fluvog wearers now that they're, they're spending so much time in Vancouver. Well, I think I think they, they, uh, they actually officially are. We can say yeah. that. Okay, perfect. We'll just leave it at that. Um, what is your favorite movie? Um, I, I did love The Big Short, I gotta say. That, okay. that's a, perfect. Um, what's your favorite song or album on repeat? Mm, I, I, um, I love Odie out of Toronto. He's fantastic. Um, but mm. then I have thought about, you know, Kings of Convenience is pretty hard to beat. They're, I don't know, they're old, but, uh, but they're still good. Awesome. Stevie Wonder. If, yeah. Oh, Stevie Wonder. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. yeah. If you weren't doing this job right now, what would you be doing? Um, I don't know. I probably something soccer related. Okay. White caps, yeah. maybe for the white caps. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't know. Okay, cool. Uh, what's an app on your phone you can't live without? Um, so I love uh, Workflowy. Um, that's okay. a great one. But, but, um, but I spent a lot of time trying to find a habit app that, uh, that I enjoyed. And for me, it's one called Productive, but there's lots okay. of them out there. But I always recommend it because, to be honest, it, it was – now, if you're motivated by these things and I happen to be one of those people, yeah. then it works tremendously well to turn you into the person that you thought you were. And, yes. and so if you had always thought that you did yoga or meditation on a regular basis and then found that you really didn't um, or you wanted to cut, cut sugar and cream out of your coffee, uh, anyway, if it's the kind of thing that works for you to motivate you, it's incredible – the changes you can make to your life over time. That's awesome. That's really yeah. cool. Um, a streaming service that you can't live without. All the usual ones, I guess. And okay. uh, I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Anyone sorry. in particular that you're loving these days, like CBC Gem, Crave, Prime? I, I can I can tell I can say anything you want me to say if we want to plug. They're all good. Plug all anybody. of the above. Perfect. I'll Disney do I'll Plus. do all of them, and then you cut them out, and then you can no, use them for no, different great. pitch meetings. <laughs> no, no need, no All need. All those are great. Uh, perfect. What's the most important thing you ever changed your mind about? Oh, uh, probably everything I believed at 19. Okay, yes. Great yeah. answer. Um, uh, marketing book or kind of a book on creativity that really kind of inspired you and that you recommend? Oh, well, I love all Seth Godin's work yep. i mean he's uh it, to be honest sometimes he's fantastic and sometimes he's just the marketing version of chicken noodle soup for the soul that yep. uh that kind of reminds you to mm. get back on board and that you're mm. actually selling emotion and feelings and excitement yeah. and things versus uh versus stuff um so yeah I, that would be my my go-to awesome um podcast newsletter or website that you'd recommend for you know inspiration and where you go to kind of recharge your creativity and your kind of marketing prowess well yours is great and i'm not just saying that so thank you for doing the work that you do it's awesome no you're welcome um you know i i'm on and off again uh on pivot and um um scott galloway um yeah so that's a that's a that's a hard one to avoid. I mean, there's a there's a whole bunch of them. I mean, I like the Wall Street Journal in the afternoon yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, 
front burner and the daily are great as yeah. well. And actually the Headspace, the Headspace one oh. has a new one. And I got to say, it is just, I probably don't ever, like I ride my bike to, yeah. to work. And so it's a perfect opportunity to listen to those things. Mm-hmm. And it's short, it's quick. It's just a little reminder of how to be better and uh, how to refocus on the things that are important. And um, yeah, it's, it's a breath of fresh air for sure, even at yeah. one and a half times speed. Yes. We've been, uh, Headspace came onto Netflix with a, a show. And so our family has been right. doing it at night before bed. Oh, amazing. It's how, old, really how old are your kids? So 14, uh, 7, wow. 5, and 2. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You it's are nice. an impressive individual. It's a nice mix of children. Um, Stephen, any last words uh, inspiration. Yeah, I do. I do think that that I mentioned it before. I think that that in terms of um, one thing that I am constantly trying to remind myself is if you have if you have benefited benefited from your instincts um, in the past and you can rely on them, it's. I, I think it's important to to invest in them even more. And if mm-hmm. you do find that there's a period of time, or maybe maybe your instincts have been off, I think. Widening your interests is, is mm. just an excellent way to, to, um, to kind of open them up and, 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 and kind of <clears throat> um, bring in a, a, um, a variety of things uh, into your brain. And that, that, that can probably help hone them a little bit better. I do think that we have a tendency, especially as Canadians, to not, to not um, jump on board of things that we are really quite certain are good ideas. Um, we can be quite nervous about it, and uh, and it's something that we we should probably get better at. And again, you know, um, sound like a broken record, but if if those things are not working for you, then there's then 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 you know sometimes I need to take my foot off the gas and uh, do a recheck and make sure that that um, that I'm getting enough information from the amazing amazing team that I work with um, to uh, to keep my eyes wide open on that stuff. That's incredible. Thank you for sharing that. That's really helpful. And yes, that's a great call out. Be bold, you know, step out, you know, be courageous. Yeah, I Mm -hmm. I love that. I think that is true. I think we can be, you know, our kind of more timid selves as Canadians and and kind of let someone else do it before we do it. So yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Have you ever considered uh, like a going into socks? Has Fluvog ever considered that, or is it or, or teaming up with like a Stance Socks, who is also weird and crazy and quirky with their sock? Yeah, game? for sure. I mean, we we sell a boatload of socks. There's a lot of boats apparently um, yeah. loaded with things in this conversation. Yeah. But um, yeah, we got into the sock game late. I want to say that we probably. I mean, if it feels like two years, it was probably ten years ago, but. Um, we, um, for the, when I, for the first five years I was here, we actually, um, uh, we actually bought socks for people to try on the flu bonds if they needed them, but we never sold them. But now we sell a ton of socks. Yeah. So we've never partnered with stamps on that. Um, honestly, I mean, I'm wearing this, this is Anion, um, from Vancouver Island. Love those guys have from the second that they started making, uh, making shirts. I, I look at this again, not planted, but don't tell my wife, but I got her That's a shirt for Valentine's Day. That's and, um, but, but you know, this, this collaboration itself just came out of the fact that, Hey, we like what you do and uh, maybe you like what we do and maybe we could do something. We did a partnership with Viberg as well. that came from the same place. I'm sure if we bumped into the stance guys and they wanted to do something, we, we would do something, but it, we've been, we've honestly been blessed. And again, this is kind of, sorry, 
like to to keep going. But this is one of those things about how um, I, I honestly was just just having a conversation with somebody, and um, we were talking about goals for the future. And one thing that again, I like we have to all of us have to remind ourselves of us uh, ourselves of even if we're like trying to make change for good, the the number one goal before you can go airy fairy or ideas are the easy part or any of that other stuff I said is you got to stay in business. Like, so number one, you need to, your organization needs to exist in order for you to make those changes. So, you know, you, you, you really, you really have to keep your eye on the ball on things like that. And even if your stuff is, is all for good and all for beauty and all for art, it still has to maintain existence to be in order to make that change. And so that's number one, but you know, while you're doing that, planting long-term seeds um, for growth in the future, and, and, and I'm not talking about immediate growth, it's, it's, it's most of the things, and we've seen during this pandemic, that you know, the brands that exist and, 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 and aren't laying off 90% of their staff or aren't changing in a, in a reactionary way um, or overly in a reactionary way are those brands that have that built-in goodwill. And that goodwill comes from, from focusing on good and the, and the good change that you want to make, staying in business, and planting those seeds along the way. So it's, it's like a lot of these relationships come up because, you know, you've, you've done the right thing when the decision has, has come up and nobody noticed. And then you did it again and nobody noticed again. And then you did it again. In fact, the Bonnie Henry shoe is a perfect example, right? Bonnie Henry was a big fan of Fluvogs. Why? We never asked her. We didn't even know who she was. She just came in and quietly bought shoes and she loved the brand. And then one day it came up that, that we could work together to make some real change in the world. And, um, and so that, um, so anyway, collaborations and partnerships often come from kind of a, an organic way. We, we have been blessed to not have to go hunting for them. Um, awesome. but if they didn't, we probably wouldn't shy away from, from, uh, from trying to find the, the best partners we could. I don't know. But anyway, it's just a reminder to, uh, that, that those benefits pay off in long term. And sometimes they, it's hard to see in the short term. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you for coming on the show. Um, I'm a fan. Um, been a fan for a long time and uh, really appreciate all you're doing with the brand. And I look forward to coming into the store again one day and oh, yeah. picking up oh, a be great. physical pair of shoes. Yeah. 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 Well, and seeing what's on the window. I, yeah. I, I anticipate so what's on the pressure. window when I come back. It's so much yes. pressure. Yeah. It's on. It's oh. on. <laughs> well, thank you very much for having me. All the best. Thank you for joining us this week on Marketing News Canada, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Marketing News Canada. For more episodes and other great stories from Canadian marketers, visit marketingnewscanada.com. All episodes are recorded in the Jelly Marketing Studio, thanks to our producer, Chris Penner, and editors, Travis Jeffers and The Podfather. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 